The Bulletin. It is time for The Bulletin, a fine New Zealand sports media representative talking the issues of the day. Gordon Finlater from News Hub joins us. How are you, mate? Yeah, morning. I'm good. And, uh, and you, McCarty? Oh, we're going down rabbit holes as always. Uh, Louis Herman and I, Watt and I, in the ad break, uh, after after talking about Shahir Atani and all the money in American sport, we're like, come on, come on, Graham Hart, open up that big wallet, let's let's buy a sporting franchise, let's get a skin in the game, whether it's the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, heck, I'd take an EPL side. He's got a cool 9 billion US lying around, Gordon. I'm sure you've got a, a, an overseas sports team you'd like him to buy and resurrect. If so, who would it be? Oh, well, what about like the NHL? Because, I mean, like, like, let's think realistically, that might be the cheapest one to get into. Um, yeah, I, I reckon a bit of ice shock, and I reckon Kiwis could relate to that because, you know, it's got that, um, it's got the physicality. Um, I, think, I think, you know, like more... More so than American football, you know. And they, I mean, they fight like they fight. They're like, "Oh, we're three-one down. Let's get some energy going. Let's drop the gloves and go for it." Um, I think a lot of Kiwis c- could get into that. Well, do you know what? I've sign, just had a look. Sign Mark the Hunt. F- Mark Hunt as a <laughs> as a forward. Get him on the skates. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but they do have a designated fighter on most teams. I think it's changed a little bit now. But you go, you only go back about ten or twenty years, and they'd literally have a guy on the team who's on the fourth line. He, he can't skate, and he's just out there to an, antagonise the other team and uh, and look after his teammates. Mark Hunt would be great for that role. Um, put the man on skates now, give him six months, and I think he'd be good to go for um, for next season. Oh, Ty Domi from my beloved Toronto Maple Leafs, magnificent. He used to fight everyone, including fans, while he was in the penalty box. Actually, in a fight with a fan in the penalty box. Um, yeah, that, that, that's impressive. Don't fight at home, kids. We're being irresponsible here. Eddie Jones, go on. One word to describe his time with Australia. How would you sum that up? Oh, entertaining. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, that's just watching from afar. I mean, it was uh, if you're an Aussie rugby fan, you'd probably say horrible. But um, I think, considering Aussie did so poorly at the World Cup, I mean, and I mean, we're speaking from a media point of view. So, I mean, we love it when a, an occasion like Kenny Jones' um, his situation in Australia comes around. I mean, God, the one thing I, I I would hope that Japan has done is like what what sort of length contract have they put him on? Because surely the, you can't give the guy a four year contract these days. If you look at you know how was England, uh, how was time with England he did, and then Australia because he was he was locked into the next World Cup there, wasn't he? Yeah, I think you got to pay out from England. You're right, um, and he was locked up long-term for four years with Australia. I, I don't know if there was any golden handshake. It was technically a resignation. Uh, but, yeah, I, I can't help but think, what are you thinking, Japan? But thank you for going down that path because I'm kind of glad he's still involved. <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, the press conferences, I mean, I'll always remember that one at the Australian airport where he just had a terrible bled, uh, you know, into the rugby championship. And they're like, that like Australia had absolutely lost faith that the correct decision had made. They're all thinking, why did we get rid of Dave Rennie? He's at the airport. 
upset that, you know, they're, they're asking for questions. All he says is, mate, we're terrible. Yeah, you know, we're, we're absolutely terrible. And, I mean, in hindsight, it was absolutely correct about how their World Cup would go, but it was damn entertaining, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, Christchurch is the home of sport, as Louis tells me on most days. Uh, it helps when you get sale GP. Yeah, I mean, God, we've got to we've got to have something. Um, and we were all when we had this great event earlier this year in March. We were going, oh, it's such a shame that it has to head up to Auckland next year. Like, couldn't we just keep it for four years? And then it turns out, you know, Auckland. I thought Auckland was surrounded by water, but yet, uh, no, there's, there's nowhere actually appropriate to hold sail GP, so look, we'll happily have it back. Um, it's, and, and do you know we, what? That, that is such a good point. Like, Christchurch <laughs> makes zero sense. There is, there's a, Littleton is through a tunnel or over a very long and windy hill, and there's probably like one or two places you could have it. Auckland is literally the city of sales, and they can't make it. Oh, that is yeah. probably the best point I've heard made on this, Gordon. The, the thing I find quite quite funny on this is um, talking to Russell Coates in Dubai um, over the weekend. Is that the, the reason that Auckland wasn't appropriate is because there was that uh, site down at Winyard Point that he wanted, and he had to have that because his main reason is it needs to be downtown. And I was, I was thinking to myself, well. How, why do you have a Christchurch event? Because Littleton is about as far away from downtown <laughs> as you can get to Christchurch. Oh, it's anyway, a raging you know, little city, it. mate. It's, it's a thriving little place, Littleton, isn't it? Don't oh, be a literal tunnel. By the name. It's, it's big a town. tunnel to get there. <laughs> big town. It's, fan- it's a fantastic place, but um, it's quite an alternate little... Um, I mean, I'm, I can't call it a suburb because any listeners from Littleton would say, no, we're not a suburb of Christchurch, mate. We are our own community. Um, but, look, honestly, do yourself a favour and get down for Sale GP next March because if it was anything to go by from last year's event, honestly, the best racing you will ever see... I actually, when I was down there and being told, look, this is how close the boats are going to get to the water, you go, oh, yeah, right, oh, go on. And then the event starts. And they're literally, at times, it felt like you could do a run and jump um, off, off the shoreline in Littleton and land on one of these things. I mean, when they come out there and then, then they jive or tack to, um, to, to change their course, they honestly, they're getting so close to the shoreline, it's unreal. The only thing that would be more exciting, and uh, I've said this a lot over the years, Louis has heard this, is Sail GP in the Cook Strait. That, 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 would, that, would, that would be spectacular. And then maybe the, the boats can stay and act as our new Inter-Islanders. I don't know. <laughs> well, it would kind of, it, it, I mean, it would almost be like your um, Sydney to Hobart or around the world races back in the day in the sense that we'd probably get one news, at least one news headline out of someone dying um, during the proceedings. You're probably right. It would start off as sail GP and end up as kite surfing as they're blown away, <laughs> as they just take off into the stratosphere. All right, uh, where do we turn now? Um, the Black Caps up against Bangladesh. A number of players being rested, some prudently so. I can't help but think Devin Conway looks a little bit cooked, for example. Uh, some bowlers sort of nursing some injuries. It sort of opens up the door for some new faces. Isn't that what a lot of fans appear to want? Yeah, and I think, like, God, you think, like, uh, 
like, these guys only got back into the country the other day, a lot of them, so you can understand why there's a lot of guys that need rest after a World Cup and then that, that chest area's in Bangladesh. Uh, I think it's exciting. I know, I know um, listening to when Smithy was on, they're always going on about Willow Rourke, so I imagine there's no... There's no man that would be more excited to see Willow Rourke uh, roll the armour for the Black Caps. So no, I think it's, you know, we, we if you look at it, you know, it, it, the All Blacks do it. You know, why not the same with cricket? We've just come out of the World Cup. So we almost, we're almost entering that next cycle now of, of seeing some guys that they're going to get a chance. Um, for a lot of them, this is their first chance to, to push their case for, for four years' time. Yeah, there, there is a lot. There has been a lot of international cricket uh, over the last few months with the World Cup. You know, the, the cramming in of T Twenty World Cups. The calendar is chocker. Um, at times, people can't take a breath. You can't really miss it, can you, Gordon? You, you don't get time to miss it. It seems. I tell you what, there's going to be no bigger adjustment for some of those guys that that have been at the World Cup in Bangladesh as well to to get back to New Zealand. And, yeah, that, that pitch in, in Bangladesh was an absolute state. But to then come back and go, oh, would I rather be on that or on absolute green top at University Oval in Dunedin? Like, that's going to be a real awakening for some people. Uh, did you find it funny, the strongly worded letter the ICC uh, sent down to Bangladesh um, uh, after, after that bit of a disgrace? <laughs> what was the word they, they sort of used? It was, it was disappointing. So, like, whoa, way to tell them, ICC. Way, way, way to hit them where it hurts. It's just something we expect every now and again, isn't it, these days? I mean, like, you see it in India all the time. I remember that the state of some of those pitches when they had that big series against Australia. And, and I look, I mean, to be honest, we've, we've prepared some very green tops here in the past when we've true. been touring teams from the subcontinent. Um, so I think, I think it goes a bit each way. And, hey, look, you know, last laugh at Bangladesh, it did in fact do it to work in their favour. Um, last laugh on us, is, you know, we managed to level the series. Yeah, that, that, that is true. I, I've got to cor- make a correction. My apologies to the ICC. That uh, was a damning term I used, calling it disappointing. The correct term they used was unsatisfactory. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. was, uh, wait, again, way to tell them, ICC. Way to tell them. I mean, Absolutely. Message, message received. Are you even being taught a lesson or being put in your place? Or even, I mean, would that even count as uh, like a warning if you're on some sort of three-strike policy, unsatisfactory? <laughs> probably not. That's probably going, hey, look, you can do a bit better, but, um, you know, just keep going as you are. <laughs> as you were. As you were. Have you watched Willow Rourke? You know, I, I, I'll wrap this up. You've got about 30 seconds. You know, what type of yeah, what? is he from what you've seen? Oh, oh, look, he's, he, he, I think he'd be good in, in limited overs cricket. Um, I think he'd be good. He's, look, the, the one thing I love about him is that he came down to Christchurch from Auckland to get an opportunity, and he's like another Caleb Ralph. You know, we've turned him around, and now he's ready to represent the national team. So you're welcome, New Zealand. Auckland Thanks. had their chance to get something out of it. Canterbury's done the job, and now, we'll, uh, now the whole country can, uh, can see what he can do. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait to thank you for that. Gordon, a treat having you on as always. Go enjoy your day. Pleasure, guys. Thank you.